0: Hello, hi. <laughs> I'm Sarah. I'm Casey, and we are relatively,
1: relatively dark.
0: dark. How are you? It's been a hot minute.
1: Not a cold one. Nope okay and i an
0: hour i'm gonna start saying that it's been a cold hour
1: <laughs> uh, i'm good okay <laughs> better than when i got up today i realized
0: what not too long ago that i will always say how are you and you will say i'm good how are you and i don't ask how you are when you ask oh. me first how are you i'll be like i'm
1: good I don't even ask, so I apologize. She doesn't care. I'm very rude. She just goes through the motions. Hi, how are you? I don't care, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Yes, it is, uh, what's the word? Pleasantries. Oh, yeah. It's a social construct. Yeah, that she cares nothing about, apparently. I do care about you. Just not how I'm doing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. Mm.
0: um, So, this that I'm going to tell you today... There's not a lot of information about the people in this story until this story took place. So, there's going to be a lot of simple questions that... So, like, background info. Yeah. Okay. Or, like, simple things like, well, why, whatever. I don't know. Gotcha. I'm apologizing in advance for all of the unanswered questions. Here we go. We are going to talk about Ursula and Sabina Erickson. They are Swedish twins. Okay. Have you
1: heard of them? No.
0: Shocking. (laughs) They were born in Sweden. Were they? Yes. Wow. In 1967. Okay. They had no history of mental illness. Okay. Let's throw that out there (laughs) because...
1: Yes. Because (laughs) it's it's going to be a question
0: and I do have that answer. There's no history of mental health issues. Okay. They had no criminal history. Okay. So, the event... That we're going to discuss took place um, in 2008. If you hear some dogs, sorry, I have dogs. Um, (laughs) It would be weird if you didn't. The event we're going to talk about took place in 2008. At the time, they were 40, 41 years old. Not 100% sure. Okay. I think they were born in November, which would make them 40 at the time this took place. Ursula was living in the U.S. and Sabina was living in Ireland and she was married with two children. Okay. On Friday, May 16th of 2008, Ursula visited Sabina in Ireland. And at some point, they both left her house, but nobody knows why. Okay. And they took a ferry to Liverpool. Okay. They arrived in Liverpool at 8.30 on the 17th. And from there, they went to the St. Anne Street Police Station and informed police that they were concerned about the safety of Sabina's children. okay uh, The Liverpool police called Dublin police, and they were informed that Sabina and her husband had gotten into an argument the day before. Don't know what the argument was a was wout. Don't know what the argument was about, and we have no idea why they were saying that they were they feared for her kid's safety. okay? No idea. 11.30 a.m. the same morning, they took the National Express coach and headed to London. Okay? Around 1 p.m, the bus made an unscheduled un- whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> the bus made an unscheduled stop at Kiel. I think it's Kiel or Keeley. Don't know. Sorry, I didn't look it up. Uh, <laughs> service station. Apparently, they stopped here because of the twins. Gotcha. They said that they weren't feeling well. Is why they got off the bus. But according to the driver, they were acting odd and erratic. Hmm. They were clinging tightly to their bags and they refused to let their bags be searched. Hmm. So it seemed to the driver like they were hiding something. Right. They were
1: being suspicious.
0: But on the other hand, if you're going somewhere that you're not used to, I would be holding my stuff really close too. So like, yeah, they had to have been acting pretty weird though. Right. The manager at the service station also thought that their behavior was odd, and he called police. And the police arrived. They talked to the girls. They seemed harmless. They left. Okay. Because people call the police for stuff. That's really not an emergency all the time. Right. CCTV footage in the area showed them leaving the service station and walking down the median strip on the M6 motorway. Okay. Motorway there is like our parkway. They call it a motorway. Okay. But right down the middle of two lanes of traffic on both sides.
1: They're walking? Walking.
0: Okay. All right. Then they try to cross the highway. Okay. Um, I believe the speed limit, at least at the time, was 60 miles an hour. Cars on both sides, going both directions, and they're trying to cross. Yeah, that's not right. They are going through the traffic, dodging to avoid it, but then Sabina was hit by a car. Okay. The Central Motorway Police Group, sorry, that's hard to say, uh. Uh, they were quickly on the scene along with highway agency officers and a local TV crew who was filming for a TV show called Traffic Cops. Okay. They just happened to be recording that day huh. and stumbled across this. Yeah. Weird. So both the twins stood talking to the officers. Oh, so she was okay. Yeah. Okay. She seemed fine. No major injuries. And the police chief is speaking with another officer, bringing him up to speed on the situation. Mm -hmm. While they're talking, Ursula runs out into the road. An officer tried to stop her, grabbed her coat, but it didn't work. She just took her coat off. And she is hit by a semi or a lorry, as they call it across the pond. What? Going roughly 56 miles per hour. So, Sabina was the first one that got hit? Mm Mm-hmm. Sabina got hit by a car, they both seemed fine, and then Ursula runs out and gets hit by a semi slash lorry truck. Okay. Yeah. Right after this, Sabina runs back into the road and is hit head-on by another car. My goodness. So at this point, Sabina has now been hit by two cars and Ursula has been hit by a by a semi slash lorry truck. Yeah. They both survived. Okay. Sabina was unconscious for fifteen minutes, but she woke up. Um Ursula was awake and conscious, but her legs were crushed. Ooh. And
1: Ursula's the semi. Yes. Okay.
0: All of this is on video. Mm -hmm. you can't see anything like super graphic, but you see them run out on the road, you see them walking, you see them get hit, and basically everything from this point on, as far as on the motorway, Mm -hmm. is on video in a documentary that I will link in the show notes. Okie dokie. So this is when their behavior was really concerning to authorities, aside from the fact that they both kept running out into traffic. Yeah. Ursula, who had been hit by the semi. Uh, She was resisting help from the officers and paramedics. Mm -hmm. She was scratching. She was screaming, spitting at them. And she was saying
1: things like, quote, I recognize you. I know you're not real. Wow. Okay. So you said that you knew that there was no history of any mental illness or anything. Yes. Do you know if there was any history of drug use? I will get to that. Okay. Um, Sabina, she comes to... And
0: she stands up, and she starts walking. She's been hit by two cars at this point. She is saying things like, they're going to steal your organs, yelling at her sister. She's yelling for the police, asking for help, yelling for help. And she punches one officer in the face, takes off running across the medium into the other lanes of oncoming traffic. Okay. It's like she's disoriented, like... She's yeah. calling for the police, but the police are there trying to help her. Yeah. Instead, she just like knocks one out and takes off running. Shoot. Okay. Officers and civilians grab her and take her back to where the ambulance is, and she was handcuffed and sedated. Okay. Not surprising.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Girl, chill. Both were taken to the hospital. Um, Ursula's legs were in pretty bad shape, but Sabina was released into police custody about five hours later. Okay. She should have been held for a psych evaluation. Uh
1: yeah. That she is was not?
0: The main argument. No. Mm mm. But at the police station she was calm. She didn't ask anything about her sister though, rude. Mm-hmm. And she said, quote, We say in Sweden that an accident rarely comes alone. Usually at least one more follows, maybe two. Okay. So I guess that's like the old saying, like, bad things come in threes or
1: whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree that there should have been something done other than just police custody. Yeah. Right? That's mm-hmm. what happened? hmm Okay.
0: Went to the hospital. She seemed fine as far as physical health, so they released her into a police custody five hours later.
1: Right, yeah, that seems weird. Very.
0: Um. She, Sabina, pled guilty to hitting a police officer and trespassing on the highway And was released the next day. They never gave her a psych evaluation.
1: Really? Really. So this one was just running out into oncoming traffic multiple times, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you look good, but we're gonna charge you for assaulting a police officer." Yeah. Oh yeah, that sounds great. Like, way to go. (laughs) And it gets
0: so much worse. Really? Yes. Awesome. After leaving the police station, she wandered the streets trying to find the hospital that Ursula was at. hmm And around 7 p.m., she comes in contact with two men, mm. Peter Malloy, I think is how you say it, and Glenn Hollins- Hollinshed. Sorry. Okay. They noticed Sabina and struck up a conversation, and she told them that she was looking for a hotel or a bread or, bread or breakfast. A bread or breakfast. A hotel or bed and breakfast in the area. Mm-hmm and Glenn suggested that she go with him to his house. She acted fine on the way there, and once they got there, though, she started acting strange again. She was constantly looking out the window, acting all paranoid. She would offer them a cigarette, and then whenever they took it, she'd snatch it away and say that it could be poisoned.
1: Okay. Even
0: though she'd been smoking them all day. Yeah. Just after midnight, Peter left, and Sabina stayed the night at Glenn's house. Okay. Okay. The next day, Glenn got up and he cooked them something to eat and he went to ask his neighbor Frank if he could borrow some tea bags. Okay. Moments after he went back inside his house, he staggers back outside bleeding and he tells Frank, she stabbed me. Wow. Glenn collapsed to the ground and asked Frank to look after his dog. Aww. And Glenn succumbed to his injuries and passed away and he was just 45 years old.
1: Oh my gosh! And he was just trying to help her. Yeah, just being a Man. genuinely good
0: person. That's and awful. As he is lying there dying, he just asked for him to look after his dog. That is so sad. It's so sad.
1: Mm. I told you
0: it got so much worse. So Frank called police, and Sabina took off. CCTV footage showed her running with a hammer. Okay. And randomly hitting herself in the head. With the hammer. Oh my gosh. A man passing by was concerned, obviously. Yeah. So he tried to take the hammer away from her. Sabina screamed at him before hitting him over the head with a roof tile that she had in her pocket. Okay. What? Yeah. Um by now paramedics had caught up to her. They're chasing her, and Sabina ran to a bridge at Heron Cross. Mm-mm. She jumped off the 40 foot bridge to the highway below oh my gosh she broke both her ankles and suffered a skull fracture but she lived what she what? has now been hit by two cars been hit multiple times in the head with a hammer at her own hands and jumped off a 40 foot bridge and she is still alive oh my gosh the thing is though they said she suffered a skull fracture but was that from her fall or was that because she had been hitting herself in the head? Yeah. I don't know. Ooh. So, she was taken to the hospital to be treated for all of her injuries and was released on September 11th, 2008. She was immediately taken into custody and charged with the murder of Glenn. Okay. Ursula was also released from the hospital in September and she came back to the States. Okay. Sabina's trial was supposed to happen in February of 2009, but there were problems obtaining her medical records from Sweden, and so it didn't start until September of that year. Oh, wow. On the 2nd of September, she pled guilty to manslaughter with diminished responsibility. Okay. And while in court, she never explained any of her behavior. She answered every single question with no comment. Okay. Okay. Uh, the footage of her and Ursula on the M6 wasn't shown in court, which you would think would help her case. Yeah. Obviously somebody who's not in their right mind is running across traffic. But the judge concluded that she had low, had a low level of, uh, she had a low level of culpability for her actions and sentenced Sabina to five years in prison. She served less than three years and was released in 2011. Okay. For murder, mind Mm, you. Yeah. Um, As of today, the whereabouts of both Sabina and Ursula are unknown. And as for the fact that neither of them underwent any assessment or treatment for their mental health, um, the BBC documentary about this case that I was telling you about is called Madness in the Fast Lane. It, like I said, shows the series... series of events that happens on the highway as well as the CCTV footage. Mm -hmm. And there's one clip that is recorded by that TV show Traffic Cops Mm -hmm. that was missing from the documentary. Oh. In this clip, later uploaded anonymously, two police officers are seen discussing the actions of the girls and both of them state that they should be given a 136, referring to section 136 of the Mental Health Act. Hmm. This section gives police emergency powers, which they can invoke if there's cause for concern for someone's mental health. They can be detained up to 24 hours in order to evaluate the status of their mental health. Okay. So it's pretty clear why that clip wasn't included in the documentary. How did you find it? I mean, it's reported now that that clip, and you can see the clip now because it's been uploaded. It just wasn't in the main thing. Like, that documented this story. Yeah. So, you said that gives cops authority to, like, step in and be like, no, wait. Mm -hmm. To me, it seems kind of like if you encounter somebody who is
1: drunk, Mm -hmm. you put them in the drunk tank overnight. Right. For them to sleep it off. Yeah. And it's not just for other people's protection. It's for their own. They're not in their right mind. Exactly. So, if the cops were saying that, did they just not follow through with what they believed should be done? Basically. Yeah. They knew something wasn't right and then they chose not to do anything about it. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Would it have been their responsibility to do it or would it have been someone above them or something that didn't do what they thought should be done? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I feel like they discussed it between themselves and then nothing else was said about it. But if they had said something, then Sabina wouldn't have been out Mm -hmm. and she wouldn't have met Glenn. Therefore, she wouldn't have killed Glenn. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's on them.
1: Yeah, and then you were talking about how she should have been held for, like, a psyche eval. So, like, that's two lines or lanes, whatever, of authoritative figures that could have stepped in and did nothing. Yeah. The police and the hospital. Mm Mm-hmm. They both failed. Yeah.
0: Um, so now we are going to talk about theories. Okay. Like, that's basically all that's known. Yeah. That's what happened. It ended where they are now. Nobody has any idea. So, one of the theories is that they were on drugs right but there's no evidence that they were using any kind of drugs so i'm guessing they drug tested them otherwise how would they say there's no evidence
1: that they didn't that's really the only thing you can do unless they searched their stuff and didn't find anything maybe they didn't i wonder if they did they even run blood work at the hospital like i don't know they didn't
0: like give them a psych psych evaluation why would they test them for drugs Right.
1: I don't know. You get what I'm saying, though. Like, if they're acting this crazy and they're not going to test them for a mental illness or watch them or anything, why would they think to be like maybe they're on drugs? Yeah. I mean,
0: from what I understood, there's no history of mental health issues, no history of drug use. I guess for them to suspect it yeah. in the first place and no criminal history. Yeah. So, another theory. It is a French word. I'm pretty sure. French words. So pretty sure. I'm gonna try my best. Um. It is. Folly, adieu. Okay. Folly, adieu. <laughs> adieu? I don't know. Folly, adieu. A plus. For um, effort. Which means the madness of two hmm. or a shared psychosis. Weird. you say they were twins? Yes. Okay. Which is a big factor yeah, in this.
1: Right. I mean, sisters is one thing. I mean, we are like next level connected. Right. But twins would be even more... They have a different type of Whatever connection. this is, yeah.
0: The American Psychological Association characterizes the madness of two as the transference of delusional ideas or abnormal behavior from one person to others who have been in close association with the primarily affected patient. Hmm. So basically, one person suffers from some sort of mental illness They're delusional, they're erratic, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the person that's around them all the time starts exhibiting the same types of behavior. So does it say it's
1: specifically with twins or just any two?
0: No. Oddly enough, just the other day I was listening to an episode of Dateline. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: And they referenced this too. Weird. And they were best friends. So they weren't related at all. But they
1: referenced this madness of two, shared psychosis. So this is just a theory, right? There's no... I'm assuming there wouldn't really be any way to prove that, would there?
0: I guess not, but I feel like it's kind of... Just a correlation. Yeah. Hmm. But my thing with that is they hadn't seen each other in years, apparently. Yeah. So I'm a little confused on that aspect of it. Like, if it's somebody that's around them all the time and starts exhibiting the same behavior, but also if she went to visit her... I don't know how long they were there before this happened. Yeah. Like, if she, had she been there, like, for a couple of days, for a couple of weeks? I don't know. So, I guess the yeah. theory is that... I mean, d- I mean does that there- well, I would think Sabina would be the one that was exhibiting first, since she's the one that did the most.
1: Yeah. But then again,
0: Ursula was in the hospital. See, this is what I'm saying. There's so many, like... See, it's like, it fits because of this, but it doesn't
1: because of this. Yeah. I so, don't know. So... That theory is blaming Sabina's actions on the Madness of Two? I think it's contributing all of,
0: both of their actions Hmm. on the Madness of Two. Weird. Another theory is that they suffered from late-onset schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. Because some people do develop schizophrenia after the age of 40. Even though it's typically diagnosed uh, between teenage years and early 20s for men. And from the 20s to early 30s for women. Yeah. So instead of early onset, they think they just... Late on... Yeah. Which is weird. Hmm. And that's all I have on it. So all these unanswered questions. Why did Ursula go see Sabina after they supposedly hadn't seen each other in years? Why did they leave her house? Where were they going? Why was she concerned for her children's safety? Yeah. If there was an argument with her husband, what was that about? Did that contribute oh, that's to something? Sabina.
1: Yes. Okay. So that's it that's uh. maybe she was just delusional but ursula too maybe i don't see guess. it's crazy that is really weird i don't know It's saying they're gonna sell your organs and that was all sabina acting out yes did that- ursula do anything other than run out and get hit by a semi well she had said i recognize you i know you're not real they that were was both, Ursula.
0: Yeah, but then again, they had both just got struck by vehicles. Yeah, head trauma. A lot of people are going to be in shock and not in their right mind when you get hit by a freaking car going
1: 60 miles an hour. Yeah. So, I mean, Ursula, other than the fact that she ran out into the oncoming traffic, her other issues could be explained, I guess, as that. But that's the only thing that she had, right? That's the only thing that was weird with her? I mean, yeah, I guess, but also she was in the hospital, so she didn't really have opportunity to
0: do anything else. Yeah. Because when Sabina got out and murdered somebody, Ursula was still laid up in a hospital bed.
1: So she could have, we just don't know.
0: Yeah, what she would have done if she had been let out. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, and I know it's like a very anticlimactic ending. There's no resolution. It just, it's just a crazy story. It is. Yep, that's odd. Yep. On a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, if you have any thoughts, theories about what went on, then you can email us. As well as personal stories, case suggestions, mm-hmm. um, to say hi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter and on TikTok. The
1: Tiki I forgot I said that. The TikTok. <laughs> um, join our Facebook group. Become a relative by uh, subscribing to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's it. I think that's it. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Ta-da.